it's not kind of a, it's probably not answering this question as directly as you wanted, but we basically stopped tracking. We stopped saying as a team, we need to get 50 signups a day. Well, I think, I think we realized that we can load up the funnel as much as we want just with advertising or however. Yeah, we'd work that out. But we realized that that, that number just falls off a cliff as soon as you go further down the line. So that's why we, we adjusted our approach and obviously it kind of showed holes, like you say, it showed holes in our approach that we needed to, yeah, I completely agree. And, and when you actually map out that funnel, and what's, I'm really a big fan of kind of just visualizing this as well on, on a bit of paper, is if you work out, if you spend a grand on acquiring customers, and let's just argument sake for easy numbers, it puts 100 people into the top of the funnel. You've paid £10 per person. But then if nine of those people drop off and don't do anything, is you've got one paying customer at the end, it makes a lot more sense to spend money further down that funnel. So 10 people yeah. sign up, and then you convert five, six, seven of them. So in terms of what metrics do we track that don't really matter, there's all the vanity metrics. There's all that like, oh, how many Facebook, when we started, like you guys went around, how many Facebook likes? So we spent loads of money on Facebook advertising. Um, how many Twitter followers? So we then game Twitter. Like there's so many things that are just pure vanity metrics yeah. and you just got to, I just presume anyone that's listening to this will just learn just to ignore that. Um, it, those don't matter so you need to work out the funnel of what affects the bottom line reverse engineer it from there and then build your funnel but then don't just be committed to keeping it as it is so if you're if you're struggling to acquire customers that's step one so build a product get the messaging right but don't be afraid to turn off that for three six we literally turned it off in only 12 yeah. months like mm-hmm. we just stopped acquiring customers we thought we need to look after the customers that we've got so how do we do it um so that sort of hopefully that answers that the question. Was such a good, good move. Massive, massive move for us. Um, it was tough because obviously when you're looking at the board and they're looking at signups and like why are signups drop from fifty a day to twenty a day and it's like because we're not actually marketing these are all from referrals because we're trying to build our service out first. Like all this pressure comes, but you just have to push back on it. You just have to know your business. What was the third part of this? Because you started laughing when you asked it. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> Have you seen any crazy behaviors in your team because of what you measure? So I don't know what you've been measuring. <laughs> <laughs> crazy behaviors in the team because... I, I guess in the sense that it's putting maybe pressure, pressure on certain... Trying to get certain results so people are doing crazy... Okay, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to throw this back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... I'm going to drop some knowledge bombs here, actually. So when I, when I used to... It's nothing to do with our company. So when I used to work at a company called Excel, I used to do telesales. And they had their whole measuring of their systems completely wrong. So they used to measure you purely on outbound calls because they used to think they had this formula that if you make 150 calls, you'll book an appointment. Mm. So they measured you on the number of calls you made outbound, not on call duration, not on any of this jazz. So it prompted us to game the system in terms of like I would call a number and if it would get out of service, I'd hit redial three times thinking, oh, it's probably just a bad line. Knowing it wasn't a bad line, but I've just got four calls for the same number. Um, The number of times that I called the talking clock like was crazy. Um, Like that was when I was young and immature. But what I'm trying to say is when you build in the wrong metrics to track is your team will naturally, if I say to you, Harry, uh, an example you are the only thing i care about what you do is calling every sign up okay um and that's all you have that's all you're responsible for regardless whether you get through to them or not and you just sit on the phone you can just 
plow through, but that mm. metric isn't actually affecting the bottom line. So what you have to do is call them, tag them, work out what they're interested in, and then move them down the funnel. Yeah. It's kind of working out what you assign your team and making sure it's actually relevant for it's kind of the business. An actual goal as well that benefits the overall company. Exactly. Basically, don't don't build a system that your your team need to kind of game to hit their numbers, mm. um, or it incentivizes them to do it. Um, to pull it back into our team, it's not crazy, but we apply deadlines and workloads that has required the team specifically over the last two months working longer hours. Uh, and I've said to this team, I said, this was a year ago, I said, oh, we will work until we hit 120% capacity before we bring new people in. We're getting to that point now, um, which is good. Like the workload's getting done, everyone's working extra, and we've shown that we need extra support. But the last thing I wanted to do was actually get the team running up to 80% and then going, oh, we need some help, we need this, we need that. Um, everyone's just dug in so now at this point now it's not crazy but we have people staying till late getting here early um and that's just <laughs> and i think that's just uh part and parcel of trying to grow the business it's good cool. cool any more questions lined up uh not yet don't forget to send them in where they got to send them Adam? so you can email them to hello at experttrades.com that's two t's in the middle one s at the end or you can now proudly find us on facebook if you go to the startup diary um where all the uh, episodes will be published what about uh instagram <laughs> you know what's really bad is i've got the password auto logged in on the laptop so i can get into the instagram on the laptop but i can't get it onto my phone i'll reset the password but the problem is i did that stupid thing where i put like adam plus and i presumed i'd put instagram at experttrace.com and i didn't so i don't know the email address that's associated with the account maybe it's adam plus adam plus diary oh oh we'll carry this conversation offline but i could probably look into the laptop account to get emails assigned we'll be on instagram before you know it (laughs) Over to you. Hey, Adam. Harry. This is a this is part two. Okay. Uh, kind of touching on what we spoke about, what will be yesterday. Uh, from Adam's question on Facebook. From Adam's question. Adam Perona Wright. Which, uh, yeah, so he reached out on Facebook. Uh, his second question was, what metrics are most important within your business? Uh, and any that you thought would be more important that we now ignore? And also, <laughs> have you seen any crazy behaviours in your team because of the metrics that you measure? Okay, let's try and piece that out. What's the first part? So, so what metrics are most important to us? Okay, so revenue. And what, and what did we think was, but turns out isn't. Okay, so let's, let's tackle that. Uh, the first part is the, the numbers that we measure. So we do a community, we're basically a community of trades professionals that use our service. So we kind of get measured across the funnel of activity. So rather than just looking at the core metrics, what we look at as a business is how each one of the metrics that we track lead into what's important for a business, which is growth and revenue. And that can be really easily kind of translated into a sales funnel. And it doesn't mean that everything's related to sales, but the first thing you need to do is get acquisition of a customer. So there's actual really, I'm going to try and remember this, but there's a really, really great, um, it's called, it's called Pirate Metrics. <laughs> it is literally that. So um, so the first one is A-A-A-R-R. This is from memory. I'm going to try and remember that, butchering it. And this is the sort of formula that we use as a business. So this is why I need Matt O'Reilly here. Um, <clears throat> so the first one is acquisition. So, <clears throat> excuse me. 
we first track how we acquire customers into the business. And when I mean customers, I mean people that sign up to one of our services. We've got three core services. Um, one of them's free, one of them's free to trial, and one of them's not free. Um, so how do we get people into those funnels? So that's the acquisition stage. And then we've got activation. So if someone signs up to the app today, for example, um, they can come in and unless they do certain core actions, for example, the settings on the invoice and quotes, uh, or unless they go and take part in Tool Talk, if they download the app and then don't do anything in it, then they're not activated. Mm. So the first one for us is the acquisition, then it goes into activation, and then it goes into, what's the third A? Mm, got to struggle on this one. It's something to do with retaining them as a user active acquisition activation being an active user so someone that comes into the funnel acquisition activation they do the core settings and then they're active in your platform so you have to assign some metrics of what that looks like depending on what the business is so i guess if you're someone like twitter then you're going to consider someone active if they log in three to five times a day or something like that whereas we consider someone active if they're using our app platform for example three times a week and creating a document on it so they're the sort of things you need to understand and we guess that to start with like what does a active user look like in our pipeline you can only get that with data you can benchmark it to start with and just take a guess so then we have to kind of move the goalposts on what does an active user look like and that's where you did all that work around intercom of how yeah. we move people down that funnel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've got those three a's um acquisition activation active user um, martin's just arrived eight o'clock in the morning nice and early start for the team um and then we've got the two r's so then we've got revenue so they go through from an active user into revenue so then we have to assign a value of that of what we're tracking so how much do we need to make per user in this funnel and then the last R is referral, something we haven't done anything of at the moment, but we get it organically. But it's how do you actually promote referrals within your core community of customers um, and then get them to be your basically sales force. We, you can only do that by doing great work. So they're the sort of five key areas that we focus on. So acquisition, activation, active user, revenue, and then referral. And then what we do against that is we assign metrics that we want to hit month on month. And that can be really simple as, hey, what did we do last month? Was it a good month? Yes. So let's add a percentage increase month on month. Then we have to review all the marketing and bits like that, what worked, what didn't. Um, but they're the sort of core metrics that we look at as a business. Um, I think every business needs to just look at their sales funnel um, and then work out how they break that down and what means what to them. So what does a acquired customer look like? What does the active customer look like? And then assign some numbers. And if you're hitting your target every single day, um, raise the raise the target and start measuring yourself a bit more highly. So that's the first part. Yeah, um, so in that, what things were we measuring that we now consider less important? Or that we don't measure anymore? Okay, so we kind of went in ebbs and flows around this is we used to be heavily focused on acquiring new users. Mm. Um, and then what we realized is there was this absolute massive leak in our funnel. So we'd acquire a user that activate and then they'd go and they would never stay around as active. So what we basically did is we turned off the acquisition stage of the funnel and then we started plugging all these leaks in the last 12 months around what do these users actually come in for, why are they using our platform, went and spoke to loads of them. Uh, and then from there, we thought, actually, we've got thousands of users already in the system. So how do we kind of work with these guys to build a product that they want to use? So 